0: 2questions.tv Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to 2questions.tv. I'm your host Susan baranchini Mo. Today I'm tackling ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Specifically, what is it and what are some non-pharmaceutical ways to manage it? Now, To be clear, I'm not a medical doctor, but I am a coach who specializes in helping, in part, in helping people with ADHD. So many of my clients are entrepreneurs and executives who struggle with the issues around having ADHD. Um, That's not the only thing I coach, but it's one of the things I do. So in addition to that, I actually also have ADD and have managed it non-pharmaceutically for quite some time. So what is ADHD? Okay. ADHD is basically just another way of brain function. Some people call it a disorder. Some people call it a dysfunction. I prefer to think of it as your brain works differently because we have certain superpowers, which I'm going to get into. So there are some downsides. So we have our kryptonite. All right. So we don't pay close attention often to details. Um, We sometimes make careless mistakes in job or work tasks we have trouble staying focused on tasks or activities sometimes. We have a hard time with follow-through. We have a hard time organizing tasks and work, and and it's very difficult sometimes to prioritize. Um, We can be fidgety. Um, We have a hard time staying in our seats sometimes. Uh, We dislike tasks that Require sustained mental effort. So, for example, one of the things I'm really good at when I'm organizing mail or email is that I will um, I will create a folder for I have to think about this, or I'll create a pile of things I have to think about this, but somehow not make it to the deal with that pile. So that's something I've had to learn to deal with. Um, we talk a lot, a lot, and we interrupt frequently, often answering a question before it's even really been fully asked. Um, And so those are kind of the downsides that we struggle with, um, many of which can be managed, uh, but there are some superpowers. So one of my favorite superpowers is the superpower of hyperfocus. So ADHD isn't all bad, right? I mean, there are some drawbacks, like I've mentioned, but we have superpowers. we can hyperfocus like crazy. So even though it's one of the hallmarks that we can just be super distracted and scattered and like, oh, I'm gonna do this, no, I'm gonna do this. One of my favorite symptoms, one of my favorite superpowers of ADHD is that I can hyperfocus. So when I start working on a project I'm excited about, I can hone in like a laser for hours, and I don't get tired, I don't notice the passage of time, I'm just, oh, this is so exciting, I love what I'm doing, and I can hyper-focus. Another one of our superpowers is grandiose thinking. So some people, it you know, this one can be kryptonite or it can be a superpower, but we do get these big harebrained ideas and if we know how to channel our ADHD, we can actually use it for really powerful things. Um, so, so that's really what ADHD is. It's this assemblage of symptoms that basically indicate that your brain works differently. Now, again, I'm not a medical practitioner. I can't diagnose you, so if you have some of these symptoms, don't assume you have ADHD. Go to see a medical practitioner, preferably a psychiatrist or a psychologist who specializes in ADHD, because they're the ones who can really tell you, do you have it? Is it really something you have? Now, to be very clear, If you are someone who just loses your keys occasionally, or you're not sure where you left your glasses last, you probably don't have ADHD. But if you've had your house rekeyed multiple times because you lost your keys so many times you can't remember how many it was, you should maybe check in with your shrink. (laughs) So look, I think... um, ADHD is not just occasional scatterbrainness. It's not forgetting when you walk into a new room why you're there. That's actually a different kind of brain function anyway. Um, But but it is a consistent pattern of a collection of symptoms, a collection of behaviors, a collection of ways that your brain functions that indicate that you have ADHD. And we don't know really the causes of it, um, but there's evidence that that it could be at least partially genetic. Okay, so that's question number one. Um, Question number two, what are some non-pharmaceutical ways to handle it? And I want to start out this particular question by explaining why. Why am I saying non-pharmaceutical? Well, I've actually been on medicine for ADHD. Um, Actually, um, many years ago when I was first diagnosed, I thought, well, I'll try it and see what it does for me. But I also suffer from anxiety. And I'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> it's a whole other story. Um, but, but the medicine for ADHD really messed around with my anxiety levels. And it certainly made it more difficult for me to feel calm. And so at the time, that's what medicine was available and that's what I was taking. Um, it just didn't really sit well with me. It didn't, it didn't work well with me. So I opted out, and now um, I do a combination of other things. So what are those things? Okay, um, first, one of the best things for my ADHD, as well as for anxiety, as well as a host of other mental challenges like depression and any other, you know, any other kinds of stress management is exercise. Exercise is phenomenal for ADHD. It's also phenomenal for anxiety and depression, like I said, other things. Exercise helps a lot. It kind of helps corral the energy. The research is really sound on this one. So exercise, I think, is the best one. Now, two, diet. Now, this is an interesting one. I actually discovered this on accident. Uh, About a year and a half ago, my husband and I were it was recommended to us by a doctor that we try the ketogenic diet now for those of you who don't know ketogenic diet is high fat low carb moderate protein so you avoid carbs like we i think for many months we didn't eat any more than like 20 or 30 grams of of carbs per day so what we what i discovered in doing that was that eating a lot of carbs makes my brain a little loopy avoiding carbs helped tremendously it i mean i would my thinking was so clear and so for me carbs were a big trigger Um, and so i think um i think it's a good thing to experiment with your diet some people I've heard uh, have said that um, getting away from processed foods or you know white flour or white sugar you know I think it's important to experiment with your diet and try or play, play around with it and try different things to see what might help what might help you um, and, and you may be like me and it may be carbs but you might be different it could be something else so for me it was carbs for me uh, getting off carbs made a huge difference um, Another thing that helps me with my fidgetiness when I get it is one of these. This is the uh, Fidget Cube. I bought this uh, from Kickstarter. It has these little um, devices, little things to play around with, and little buttons to push and things. And it's just something I keep in my purse if I'm going to be in a meeting or something. And I just hold it in my hand and I play around with stuff. It's kind of the equivalent of a worry stone or... Um, change in your pocket you know it's just it's just something to have in your hand to fidget with so that you kind of corral that that little bit of energy um, one of the big things that I do is I have a lot of routines so one of my biggest challenges with my ADHD is my forgetfulness I'm extremely forgetful so if I get outside of my routine I can be in real trouble so over the years, Gradually, I've added more and more little routines that help me to stay on top of things. So I have a specific key holder right by my back door. When I come in the house, those keys go in that key holder, period. I've learned that if they don't go in that key holder, uh, I will not be able to leave the house for a while because I will lose my keys and I'll have no idea where to find them. Now, some people use those little tabs to help you locate things. For me, having the key holder is really, really helpful. Um, another one is I have routines for the order in which I do things in the morning. So, um, you know, the way I wash my face, the the product I put in my hair, the way I brush my teeth, morning and evening, very similar. And, um, I don't stray from those. Um, I floss every single night. I do. (laughs) And so there are a lot of things I do, um, very, very regularly because they really help me to stay focused, stay on track and remember the things that I want to do. Um, In terms of work and priorities and, and schedules, there was a period of time when I really struggled to remember when my client meetings were. I had a paper and pencil calendar. I had all these systems that didn't work until I found the one that did. And that is I use Google Calendar. I have multiple calendars, one for my for my business, one for this show. I have one for um, my personal life, one for things I do with my husband. My husband has his own calendar and all of those coalesce on my phone as well as on my laptop so that I never miss an appointment. I never miss, unless somebody puts it on my schedule wrong, I don't miss those things. <laughs> so calendars are tremendously important. Um, I also find that if I put on a certain day that this is the thing I'm going to work on, Um, and I make sure that that's in red, that helps me to remember, oh, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Now, I still get distracted by stuff on my phone, by social media. I have to really corral things. So I turn off all the notifications on my phone. My phone doesn't make a noise unless absolutely necessary. And I have that set up in a way that really only my family, will get a ring. My phone doesn't ring unless it's my family. Um, and that helps keep me focused. I don't have text messages don't beep. I don't. My email doesn't notify me on my screen when I get a new one. So I've really started to harness my time in a more effective way. Um, I also find that it's really important to find ways when you have ADHD to get the stimulation that your brain wants and needs. Um, ADHD brains, um, especially those that come from dysfunctional families, Tend to crave challenge, stress, excitement, you know, conflict, all these things. And so um, the best thing to do is to find other ways to get those things and that are healthier. So for a couple of my clients, they really enjoy skydiving. And no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, for some people, it's you know doing things like trying to break a Guinness World Record. For some people, it's finding any other outlet, um, boxing or exercise. You know, exercise being a great one because again, it does really help with with the management of ADHD and corr- corralling your brain. Um, but but yeah, I think those are really important things. Another thing I've mentioned on the show on reading, uh, which I'll link to in the notes. Um, Uh, Another thing on reading is um, I have to be in a quiet place. So if you have ADHD, probably working in a place like Starbucks or in a noisy office, that's not going to be ideal for you. Um, But but those are some of the non-pharmaceutical ways that I manage my ADHD. Um, Many people use pharmaceuticals and find them very, very helpful. Um, There are some indicators that there's some biofeedback things. I haven't yet seen how those work. Um, And and they say that a combination of pharmaceuticals and therapy that can help with thoughts, behaviors, coping strategies is very effective. It just wasn't the best thing for me. It wasn't the the thing that worked best for me. So for me, the things that have worked the best is my my routines are probably the, the one I use the most. But routines, calendaring... Um, exercise and diet and just learning how to deal with those strategies has been the thing that's helped me the most so I hope you found this useful and helpful if you have strategies that you use for your ADHD please share them in the comments let other people know because maybe I haven't included something so I hope you found this helpful thanks for watching I'll see you next time this has been Two questions TV to subscribe to our YouTube channel learn more about the show the guests and our host, Susan Baranchini Mo. Visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.